This is Too Much Movie Night. Join your hilarious host, Brian. I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing. JJ. You got red on you. And Steve. Well, fuck a doodle do. <laughs> Follow along as we dissect, debate, and dish out cinematic hilarity that'll leave you rolling in the aisles. So buckle up, grab your popcorn, and get ready for a movie podcast that's packed with laughs, entertainment, and probably a few bad jokes. This is Too Much Movie Night. Welcome in, everybody. If you're looking for a bloody good comedy, you've come to the right place. Tonight is Zombie Night at Too Much Movie Night, and we're here to sink our teeth into Shaun of the Dead. Brian, JJ, and Steve, what's up, fellas? Here we are. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Hello it's Hello, me. Hello, it's me. <laughs> Hello, Sean. I didn't think that was Hello, her. Sean. Like, that threw me off at the beginning of the movie. I really didn't think it was her. <laughs> I didn't either. It was like, yeah. Hello, Sean. It was his it's me. You know, and the whole time, like every every message was that. It was like, wow, she sounds so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> she means business there in the bar that's for sure oh yeah <laughs> oh. well everybody if this is your first time listening or your 53rd time listening episode 53 here in front of you hello we are ha- is this 53rd wow 53, oh, yeah. well it says 50 okay yeah i gotcha man i didn't count the bonus episode but yes right. folks we are here for episode 53 wow zombie night uh, Steve got his, or no, JJ got his pick of the litter this week. Me, yeah. Uh, bringing a Shaun of the Dead. We're going to break down this movie the only way we can. And, of course, we're going to have our uh, too much slice meter there at the end. We're going to throw our score up there. But as we start out all these episodes, we talk about what was our first time seeing this movie. So, JJ, this was your movie. Tell us about it. Um, I don't know if I ever saw this in theaters. I don't think I did. I think this was a like very early on like netflix or possibly like movie rental from the you know local joint there in town uh just because i really liked zombie movies and i was into zombies really heavy at the time so i was like you know what we'll see who this is i had no idea who like simon Pegg or nick frost was at the time um couldn't have picked them out of a crowd or named another movie so yeah this was my introduction to them and let's just say i loved it <laughs> steve what about you what was your first introduction to this movie oh god i was actually trying to think about that you know um i, I think that this was a this was just a movie that i i probably saw with a friend like um during an underway period for me something you know like i was underway and and my friend like had this and and it was just like you know because this wasn't a i guess i would say like a big movie you know like blockbuster or anything like that right and so Mm. but but a friend of mine had it and and we i remember watching it during an underway period the first time and uh it was like okay yeah i mean kind of a little indie sort of film it kind of like had that had that indie film quality i think to it for sure and uh um and and so i kind of remember that uh but 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 just the 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 parody of of the of the other zombie movies and stuff like that because you know the zombie movies were not huge i guess when this came out but it was sort of like 
maybe even starting. And, you know, I mean, there were obviously sure. some, some some zombie movies like you know the Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night of the Dead, whatever you know. But uh, uh, but but this was a this was I think like on that cusp of before Walking Dead and everything else too. For sure. Yeah. yeah this was definitely a movie for me that. I don't know, going through, this came out, yeah, it was like middle school-ish when this came out, but I had a strict no horror movies clause in my viewing for some reason. I just <laughs> did not like scary movies. Uh, somebody may have showed me a scary movie a little too early, and I was like, ah, that's not for me, that's not for me, Steve, you keep screaming to yourself, I'll continue watching my uh, PG movies here. I take But yeah, <laughs> I just was not a fan, I, I definitely grew into them more coming into to college, I started, you know, the spooky season always turns it up, it's, that's why we're doing this here this month for you, but uh, this was my first time going through it, and I... I don't know, I have mixed emotions. We've already done Hot Fuzz, as uh, everybody at home knows, because they've watched it. and We all love the movie, of course, but I, I went into this movie holding it to a high standard, expecting it to be, you know, great. So great that they spun off the sequel, you know, or however you want to call that the, in this you know, trilogy that they have. But it was not quite a letdown, but it was different for me, that's, that's for sure. Uh, but it's fun. I love what this movie can do for comedy and a horror movie genre. You know, something we actually saw in our other zombie movie we did, Zombieland. Same exact thing. You know, we take a scary premise, a gory outlook, and you slap some comedy on it. And mm -hmm. I thought it was great. I would say definitely different than, you know, I mean, <clears throat> talk about like, well, Zombieland or comedy. Because that, I think like Zombieland is a... I mean, not that it's a parody of a zombie movie. It's just sort of a different way, you know. Whereas this one was sure. was definitely kind of a of a parody of them, you know, and yeah, and uh, um, almost kind of just like goofing on them in a way, but making. It but I like that it didn't beat you over the head with it, like you see in like the scary movie franchise. Like yeah. those movies, I don't. That's where I don't like parody That's movies, true. when it's That's too true. ridiculous, too over yeah. the top. They did it in a fun way that you still kept the, you know, you were still engaged in the, the storyline itself, which I, I appreciated that a lot. Which I actually yeah. think a lot of that came from the, the British humor. The, the subtle humor in this was brilliant. Freaking yeah. brilliant. You, you, have to, you have to really, like, kind of like British humor to to really get into this this movie particularly hot fuzz i mean there's just jokes all around Shaun of the dead like you really have to understand british humor a lot more and i think that makes it 10 times better absolutely yeah i love that quick stuff that fast you know going right off the top and it's one of those if you're not paying attention you're gonna miss it uh, I think the yeah. TV scene was one of the best. You know, we'll get into that. But, like, how he kept changing the channels <laughs> and it was, you know, spelling out a sentence. But, like, little stuff like that is freaking great. Up until the answer, the conclusion of that sentence, and then it goes to, like, like dancing or something. <laughs> I like how you said it doesn't hit you over the head with it. Burp, burp, like a cricket <laughs> <or> something. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't treat us like the zombie here, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Let's jump into the, the trailer? trailer. Yeah, man, let's do it. You read my mind. I did. Do you 
you ever think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mom. Oh. Have you ever felt that you're turning into... Something the world? A zombie? Maybe you're not alone. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, gay. Sean is an appliance salesman going nowhere in life. He follows a mundane routine and his girlfriend Liz is dissatisfied with their relationship, primarily because it revolves around going to the Winchester, Sean's favorite pub. He also has issues with his hated stepfather, Philip, his increasingly unhappy flatmate, Pete, and a dissatisfying job where his younger co-workers show him no respect. Following a broken promise to do something special for their anniversary, Liz dumps Sean. Sean drowns his sorrows at the pub with his other flatmate, Ed, his best friend. After a night of drinking, he has an epiphany and resolves to sort his life out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. I kind of... Nothing necessarily right away. You kind of see the whole little setup of of things. But, like, you know, with um, Sean, uh, like, the walk in, you know, in the morning mm. and kind of like, okay, you know, it's, it's a zombie movie. Absolutely. <laughs> and, here he and here he rolls in already, like, like uh, you know, groaning and shit like that. You know, it's like, okay, that's kind of funny. But Well, I was going to say him just the face he makes while he's getting talked to by his girlfriend. You know, he's just like, and zones out and is looking off the other direction. And she's like, no, I'm not happy. We need to work on ourselves. And he's just, oh yeah. Like any typical guy. <laughs> the ever growing awkwardness that came from that too. Like there, you know, we, we think that they're just having this conversation in the bar and then all of a sudden Ed pops in a little bit. Oh, she's talking shit, not shit, but like, you know, she's talking about him right there. And we're also talking about the friends who are on the other side right there. You know, like yeah. I was just watching, the, you know, having been my first time, I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. And you just felt the tension, except from Ed, he doesn't give a shit. God, it, yeah. was, it was interesting though, you for could, sure. You could definitely tell that there are two people at that table that don't give a shit. Ed... And then Sean. Well, I think buddy. that Sean does, but it was just so fun. You're right. It's so funny. He's just sitting there. Well, I was like, you almost feel, I think that Sean feels bad for Ed, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, 
Ed doesn't have many friends, so I have to be nice to him, you know, and, and he's a little bit of fun sometimes too, you know, but, but he is just fucking, just gives no fucks. <laughs> it is weird too, as far as like these types of characters, these like big assholes, kind of dumb, little dull, like I'm usually not a big fan of these characters, but seeing Nick Frost not only in this and in Hot Fuzz, I don't know if it's charm that he has with it, but you can't help but still like the guy a little bit. You have to see why Sean still hangs around him. Like, there's just that little bit of extra, just enough that I'm going to put up with all your bullshit because, you know, the fart jokes, the little, oh, you know, your mom told me, you know, you guys are going to be eating out, and then she asked me to do the same to her. And, like, little <laughs> stuff like that, like... He is a moron, but he—he's fun. I get it. I get what Sh where Sean's he's, coming from. He's here. a more—he's a more physically active Floyd from True Romance. <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. really have a job. Sits around and like smokes all, smokes weed all day and drinks a little bit too much, and then you know maybe go to the bar. Just a little more up and at him than than Floyd was. I just—I kind of think that like you know I mean. <sighs> I think, yeah, I think that Sean feels bad for him, but I, in the same way, I agree with a lot of other people telling him, you know, Pete telling him and everybody else is like, he's fucking holding you back, man. It's like, you know, yeah. you, you, he's caused it because, you know, he wants to go to the Winchester all the time and hang out and drink and do this stuff and have fun and stuff and doesn't give zero fucks the witch. <laughs> you know, because he wants that's all he wants to do. And because you feel bad for him, then you do it. But by doing that, you're sacrificing your girlfriend, your life, your everything else that you have, yeah. you know. So he truly is holding it back, you know. But mm -hmm. but at the same time, Sean can't let that go. Maybe it's just like this is my immature little friend, or my or not little but you know, my immature friend who I've known forever. I feel like I have to protect him still kind of thing, you know, because he's not grown up enough to take care of himself. And if I don't, nobody else is, you know, so. Man, yeah. It's... You know what ended up driving me crazy too? You know, this little sequence we got, like when they were leaving from the apartment or house, whatever it was, you know, he was leaving from there and walking around the corner to the convenience store. He yeah. trips on that curb every time he goes every down there. Every single time. Like, what was the symbol? Was that just showing that he is just a creature of habit? He just doesn't care, is so oblivious? Like, oh my god, how many times you freaking trip on that, dude? Like, oh, it bugged the hell out of me. <laughs> and then the way he, like... So, are you a nice person if you give change to a homeless person, but carelessly drop it all over the ground? I feel like that's more <laughs> fucked up than just walking by and saying, no, I don't have anything. Like, what was that? Really? Work for it. Work for it, damn it. Clean. I like that's what it felt like. I like the little premonition too. He walks out of his house, the kid kicks it with the ball, he's like, You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I picked up on I ended up watching it a couple times. And I picked up on that on the second time. Yeah. But you're dead. And then I was actually trying to when he was in the store, I was trying to it was funny because like I don't know if y'all know this, but like the first time he picks up a Diet Coke, like eh, puts it back and picks up the Coke, right? Yeah. yeah, he leaves, but then you know, I would say the second time, he, when he, eventually when he goes back, he does the same thing. But every first, picks up the coat, like Nick, puts it back, grabs yeah. the back coat. I know. I paid attention the second time. I didn't watch the first time. That's interesting. But, I guess that's uh, after he he said he was going to change. I guess that's what that was. Yeah, maybe so. You know, that was part of his. And... That was part of his change, and and uh, yeah. But I love that he 
the second time he goes in, like there clearly is a slip where he like slips on the blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! <laughs> Doesn't even pay attention because he's so hungover. He's like focused on other stuff. He just like opens up the fridge, looks at it, just go. <laughs> I mean, that I, I actually so that morning, you know, like uh, I guess like the morning when he's like gets up. Goes and sits down beside Nick. Or I say Nick Frost, you know, uh, but uh, goes and sits down beside um, Ed. 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 Yeah, shit. Goes and sits down beside Ed. Ed's like, don't you got work? Oh, shit. <laughs> Player two has left the game. Yeah, but then oh, that's where I, I saw, like, like Pete, right? And I He's actually, I, Pete's the prank. <laughs> but Pete, Pete was spot on, though. But like, He's calling out Ed and yeah. everything. I, I would have been, if I was, if I had, Sean is my roommate. I would have been the same fucking way, and especially because I don't know if Ed actually lived there. Or oh, he Ed had to just, be couch surfing, dude. If Ed was yeah. just fucking staying on I their couch so. for five years, ever since that one night yeah. that they stayed up and drank apple schnapps. Yeah, apple schnapps and played Tekken. And he's like, <laughs> they laugh about it. Like, yeah, that was a great night. When was that? It's five years ago. Five. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure that like Ed doesn't fucking like pay rent. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't pay rent. He doesn't. He probably doesn't have a room of his own. He probably just sleeps on the couch and shit like that, right? I'm sure that's what he does. Treats but, it like uh, his bedroom. God, that yeah. line like, "Hey, aren't you gonna thank me for tidying up? What happened? Why well, had a few beers after? I had a few beers." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'm so totally what, I'm totally using that next time I'm asked to clean. I'm be like, yeah, <laughs> few beers after. But that's where fucking like I don't blame Pete for being a prick because I would have been the same way. Like, have him fucking clean up or something. You know, he yeah. doesn't do shit. Like, how many times has he been saying this? You know, like he said, yeah. five years. He's probably so. Like, is he gonna have any tact when he says it? Absolutely not. He shouldn't have to. Yeah, because Ed clearly, does, you know, he calls him a prick and puts the little kick me sign on his back. Essentially, you know, like. <laughs> God, I mean, I I will say though, like Steve, you're you're 100 right. Everybody talks shit on Ed, but I mean, he he does deserve it. He's just nothing at this point. No, I don't even know know how he he makes hell of an orangutan impression. Yeah, he can he can do (laughs) Harry the monkey, (laughs) but I I don't understand how he has so much like where his drinking money comes from, like. Is he a drug dealer on the side? What do he you think? He sells a bit of weed. He sells a bit of weed, yeah. The fact yeah. that he had, what, like three or four times throughout the movie, he gets interrupted randomly with phone calls. Hey, what's up? No, I'm <laughs> yeah. here. Hey. No, I'm not holding. <laughs> no, like, died laughing. Every, I almost had a freaking sound bite for that, but I'm, like, oh, I'm going to piss Steve off. I keep doing that throughout the movie. <laughs> Pull up the cell phone every few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, and then, you know, I tell you who I really liked, who I thought was awesome was, um, uh, oh my God, what's her name? The the Liz's roommate, the girl, Dania, Dan, Danny, or Daphne, Daphne, whatever. I can't remember what her name is. Daphne. Daphne. Uh, no, I thought I know, they were calling no, Daph, David Daph. David. David I was they were Daph. calling David. Yeah, as Daph. yeah like David was nickname. Daph. David was Daph, and then Diane. Diane. That's it. Diane. Yeah, Diane. There he is. But yeah, I no, thought that Diane, I thought that Diane was awesome. I mean, you know, especially there's a time like later on when she like took charge of stuff and was like, you know, going about acting and everything like that. And so I just, 
but yeah, I couldn't stand Daff. I thought he was a Daff a tool. was a douche. He was a douche. Are, you know, are him and Diane like dating, or is he just yeah. a friend? No, I think that no, they they're were, dating. They're, they're they're dating. They're boyfriend. Because okay. they made that comment later on. Yeah, I know you took me as second choice, but I don't care right now. You're my, you know like. When we, we I've always I've always gotten lives. like the mixed mixed feelings on whether like you know like one time I'll watch it and be like yeah they are dating and then I watch it again and I'm like no they're they're not at all. Can we talk about their party first? Because like when they oh my god yes. after they fuck after like Liz dumps him. <laughs> And then they're like going drinking the sorrows away, and then they like are like jamming out to their electro. <laughs> you know, think about like what would your jackass friend do? You know, to try to cheer you up again. You know, so this is Ed, who's a total jackass. Fucking like Sean's miserable, so I'm gonna play my monkey thing. I'm gonna do my orangutan, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna drink, and then we're gonna go have fun. And I'm gonna try to make you forget your troubles. And by doing that, we're just fucking up pete's whole life <laughs> yeah which i'm curious like what he does for a living because he even says like i have to work tomorrow and they're like it's sunday and he's like yeah i know that's why i have to work no they said it was saturday but he said they thought, no, it, was saturday, but... they thought it was saturday night but it was oh. sunday night and he had to work monday morning oh okay damn i completely missed that one yeah <laughs> yeah so he's like, no, it's fucking Sunday, and I have to work to mess. Why I have to work, you know? So oh, okay. Yeah. Which you know, JJ and I have a little experience with that. You know, when <laughs> when his roommate has an opposite work schedule as him, and me and his roommate come home a little happy, we want to do some singing and some dancing, some partying, and JJ's kind of got a fucking work. Oh yeah, he's he's torn me an asshole or two. That's for sure. <laughs> that that was that was when I had to be at work at like four in the morning though too the best though, was every now and go ahead i was gonna say the the best was the random nights when jj would wake up walk past me he'd grab the beer out of my hand take a sip and goes y'all have fun and go back to his room there's a, he's like yeah i'm good tomorrow yeah <laughs> did y'all put the like he... i'm a prick sign on the back on his back when he was on his way out to work <laughs> no that's just where we ended up doing the the nick cage stick the nick cage oh man yeah, JJ, I hated when you had that job, man. I made Always. a lot of money though. For a college it's kid, I was making like I was making like twenty five dollars an hour. Shit. Well then I'll go ahead and go to two then. By morning, a zombie apocalypse has overwhelmed London. Sean and Ed are slow to notice until they encounter two zombies in their garden, whom they beat to death with a shovel and a cricket bat. After several failed attempts throwing household items in Sean's record collection. They devise a plan to rescue Liz and Barbara, Sean's mother, and then wait out the crisis in the Winchester. They escape from a now zombified Pete in Pete's car and pick up Philip, who has been bitten, as well as Barbara. After Ed deliberately crashes Pete's car, they use Philip's jag to pick up Liz and her flatmates, David and Diane. Philip reconciles with Sean before Philip becomes a zombie. <laughs> I love this entire, like, just... They wake up hungover as shit until Philip dies. That entire scene just cracks me up every time. It was. I, it. I felt like it was very fast with the jokes. We go from, you know, the, the TV jokes to we kind of talked about him and just the oblivious going through, you know, going to get his ice cream cone, his, his Coke. And 
until we get to the scene of the drunk girl outside and oh my god <laughs> this yeah. montage of the drunk girl no no i just went through a breakup not right now I'm like seriously girl i'm gonna have to throw hands back up like, yeah wow she ed's, is wasted <laughs> ed's, ed's reaction is like he's like go get some get her up he's like hang on i'll be right back he comes back with a disposable camera oh my god oh my god Probably one of the best scenes for me was that little moment of him like winding up that disposable camera. It was <laughs> he, like, so sort of damn like, funny. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it when, whenever he, you know, like the, when it was like Sean, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to the shed." <laughs> <laughs> have to get to the shed, but then like, what is it? Like, who finds the record? I was like, I saw um, uh, Ed finds the record and slings the record at, at him, you know, just like whoop, and just like those. Man, they're like humming, and then they run to go get the whole big record collection. <laughs> this one, no, no, not that one. This, this one, throw it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what I didn't second get. Record, like, so... uh, second record I ever bought, <laughs> the Batman soundtrack. Throw it, <laughs> throw it. <laughs> but it's like I, I just didn't. You know, they go inside, they hear the news report. You know, break the head or kill the brain. You know that kind of stuff, and they that's that's what you got. I'm not saying it's not cool. It would have been fun as hell flinging those records, but you're not decapitating somebody with those freaking records. Like I wanted to see some cool stuff, like some zombie killing weapons. But well, you know, I love the records. I love, I love the basket that they end up with outside. It's got like an alarm clock, a toaster, <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure there's like a uh, like a bath rubber ducky or something. <laughs> it's like, and then finally. Sean picks up the whole basket, throws it at him, misses. <laughs> I I think that that is so amazing. You know, in a lot of ways, thinking about okay, well, in the U.S., you know, the U.S. somebody goes out to their shed. Well, they're gonna have all of these different like stuff. You're gonna have machetes and you know chainsaws and stuff like that. But in England. Maybe they're not going to have a lot of that shit, especially in London. You're right. They're not going to have oh, yeah. the chainsaws and stuff like that. Or, you know, they're going to have, here's a, um, a leaf rake or something. <laughs> yeah. And then they come out with the cricket bat. Okay. Yeah. I can see you're going to, so we're going to have there a cricket bat, you know, but, but yeah, it's way different than like in the U S. And so I thought I liked that little bit of, you know, okay, this is what we have, I guess, you know, type thing. The, yeah, but, the cultural change a little bit. But but they didn't. I mean, I mean, not that they had to say any of that. But it was just it was almost just like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of not even implied. But it was just. I thought it was really kind of interesting to 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 see like, man, if they were in the U.S., they would have had a whole different thing. Oh coming yeah. From the shed, well, you know, that's that's yeah. I could walk out to my shed right now, and it's like, <laughs> dude, we're all three of us are set and ready to go. Like, <laughs> well, I think that's funny too. Like they reference the one of the arguments they have for eventually going to the Winchesters, oh, they have a gun there. They don't know if it works or not, but there's a gun. This is America. You can walk into three of the four houses in the cul-de-sac, and you're going to find something that fires a bullet. You know, like... Yeah. Very, very different, you know. I know they're, they're a little knife-happy over there in the UK, so maybe <laughs> maybe that's why they like the blunt force objects. But, yeah, it's it's very different, I feel like, culturally, just watching that unfold. Oh, I mean, if, it, if, if we were to actually have a zombie apocalypse, we would not be leaving the house i, that, I we that, would be listening to the news because is that arrogance because i feel like that too uh, you know i feel like we yeah. do a little better especially with these zombies walking around <laughs> you know 
Yeah, we didn't it, have it, any it, runners it, in this movie. Yeah, that's cake. I feel yeah. like a bunch of noises and an air horn, you can obviously fight these zombies off. You know, you just got to herd them. It's just, it's that herdman. You're just moving them that way. <laughs> Maybe that's arrogance, like I said. Uh, but I, I feel pretty comfortable I, with these zombies. I thought the shovel, though, I thought Ed was using it wrong. He was like Absolutely. using it as a blunt object. I'm like, no, Ed, yeah. it's got a blade on it, man. Use the blade of that shovel. It's like, bro, it's like, yeah, what are you doing? But he just got that like, scene what? later on with the tetherball pole and he's like swinging it. He's like, no, guys, no, no. Like, and they're like, stand it. Yeah, <laughs> Diane and fucking like Liz were like, you know, Barbara are like, guys, Sounds great. like somebody has a chainsaw running in the background right now. <laughs> that's the that's the dog growling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> they're like little badgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. I thought, uh, I was gonna say, so you know, they inevitably kill the zombies or whatever, and then they come with come up with the plan. And oh my god, it just. Talking about beating you over the head. All right, here's the plan. And they run through it. Oh, wait, we got to change it up. All right, here's the plan. And they like they kept doing it, and it was funnier every single time. I, I love it. Loved it. And, and I love that it got shorter, though, too. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> yeah. Because they kept, like, shortening what they were going to do. Mom, kill, kill, yeah. <laughs> Mom, kill. It, it, it's always yeah. like, hello, pickle. <laughs> 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 but it was uh, the humor in that was not lost on me at all. Freaking loved it. Yeah, no, I agree. But uh, like, I like when they go back. They're at. They go back to their house, right? They're in the house, and you know, obviously, like you under, you know that Pete got bit because he's talking mm. about him getting bit. You know, and, the headache, and uh, yeah. he's got the headache and shit like that when they're fucking with him. You know, but so then. He goes to the bathroom and all of a sudden he sees this like shadow. You're like, oh, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> but he pulls that curtain back and Pete just like, Rah! you know, it's like, what? <laughs> he looked fucking scary at that, at that point. Yeah. And Pete's a big guy too. Yeah. Like, I like that. The door behind him. I like that dude, that, that actor. I, I don't, I mean, I know he's been in like John Wick movies and he was in Spy with Melissa McCarthy. And a uh, couple fucking... retreat. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. But I, I loved him in fucking Spy. I thought he was hilarious. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's 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 a he's a good actor, and I thought he did well. Uh, you know, with the prick being a prick, beat. for sure. <laughs> I, I thought he was perfect in that role. You know, like oh yeah, not enough where you hated him, but like you didn't like him because he was shitting on the party. But at the same time, oh, he was completely in the right, and you know, in all that situation. One thing that has always bothered me about this this little part, though, is. Ed really wants to drive Pete's car. Why the fuck would you want to drive Pete's car? It's like a little Geo Metro. Like, you think Ed has a car? Ed, Ed doesn't. Have well, a car. no, but it's like, oh, I've always wanted to drive Pete's car. And it was like, okay, is it because you actually wanted to drive it, or did you want to crash the son of a bitch because you hate Pete? That's I think what it, it is. I think in a lot of ways it's like I always want to drive because Pete would never let him drive his car, and so okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's like, not well, because what kind of car; it's whose car is the point right. of him driving it. Well, I I know whenever we get like over to uh, Sean's parents' house, not his dad, but his his mom, you know, his stepdad, like they see the Jag, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, we're taking the Jag," and he's like, "Are you kidding? Philip would never let anybody take the Jag." And then that's when we see Sean or Pete 
I'm sorry. That's when we see Ed crash Pete's car on purpose, but. <laughs> well, we got to take the Jag now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. What happened? Oh, you know. Just... I do love when they're talking. He's like on the phone with his mom and like, are you okay? She goes, yeah, I'm fine. But, you know, Philip got bit. Oh, we're going to have to kill my stepdad. You know, it was like so quick. There was no time in between. He's like, oh, shit, yeah. I got an opportunity to kill my stepdad. <laughs> It's going down. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> but then I love when he gets there. He's about to like smash him. <laughs> he's like, sorry, sorry, Philip. He's like, for what? He's like, what the yeah. fuck? What? Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, Philip is like he, like the first time you see him at at uh, Sean's store, like Phillips he gives you the creeps. You oh, know? Yeah. He's, he's just kinda dude. like that. Hmm. Man, but those, like, I tell you what, those, those, I'll go back to a store thing because you brought that up. Those kids were oh, yeah. dicks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Kids. yeah. like, I could just imagine, like, like somebody like working at a Starbucks with some little shits like that. <laughs> right? Sitting there trying to teach them stuff, show them lessons, and they're like, and they're just fucking on their phone. Fuck. They're on their phone. They don't give a <laughs> fuck. And then they're like, start, well, you're on your phone. Oh, you can have personal calls. You can do. <laughs> You know, let well, me try to play it off as like, oh, yep, you it's know, it's uh, Liz for management. That's right. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not a big deal. <laughs> but then, what'd you think about off. about Philip? What'd y'all think about Philip before he dies and like, like winning Sean over? <sighs> JJ, thoughts? It was the last. It was the last thing on his mind. He, that's, you could tell that he actually really did care about Sean and he really did care about Sean's mom. And that, the last thing on his mind before he's about to croak is reconciling it. <laughs> is, oh no, we lost Philip. A, Where's he gone? <laughs> yeah, it, it, in a weird way. But. <laughs> Dude, that's the British humor right there. That subtle little shit. Like I like that's my humor. I I drop that shit a lot. But. Well, oh, Barbara yeah. was just Barbara was so dense. She was a little Looney Tune, yeah. She, yeah, she was just she was a little dense, mm-hmm. a little off. Right. Hello, pickle. <laughs> did you did you call the cops and be like? Oh, well, no, we just shut the curtains and hope that they <laughs> <Right>? left. <laughs> did they get in? No, we shut the curtains. Oh, yeah. But I was glad that, like, Sean, I guess, finally saw for sure the, the goodness of Phil, you know? I think it was where... part of Sean's growth throughout the movie. I think that was a pivotal part. Like, yeah. he needed to get over that, grow up a little bit, and kind of understand that situation. You know, or I guess get perspective on the situation. Was Philip wrong? Was, you know, was Sean wrong? There's probably a pass out between the two of them, but... Uh, yeah, I definitely think as far as his growth as a character, it was it was a pivotal, pivotal. Well, I mean, it's besides the fact that he's like thirty five years old, like twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Oh, twenty nine. I'm sorry. He's younger than us. <laughs> Watch it. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let that sink um, in for a second. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, besides that fact, like he does in this. Ever since he picks up that Diet Coke, I mean, he grows a lot. In this yeah, right? His pants are tighter and tighter the entire time. No. Oh, that's not what you meant. I thought, never mind. Different direction. My bad. I mean, he's not smoking. He's drinking Diet Cokes. He hasn't had a drink in a while, you know? But, I mean, he's, been he's a couple the... couple hours. Right. He's like, he's 
he's taking charge of the situation. And nobody else, everybody's freaking out, doesn't know what to do. And he's heading up everything, making all the decisions. Oh, fucking Ed driving the Jag. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Jesus. And then they're like, they're just bla- blaring the music and just. just like. <laughs> Philip Philip is just fucking like turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah, I'm dying, but the one thing I'm worried about right now is turning that fucking loud noise off. <laughs> oh my god, he just I mean, he just kept plowing into zombies too. I thought for sure the windshield was gonna break. It's like man, Jags have fucking tough windshields. If that's the case, that's why they're expensive. Yeah, they're zombie mobiles. Zombie mobiles. Oh shit. We're going to three. <laughs> Forced to abandon the car and their weapons, the group sneaks through their London neighborhood, running into a group led by Sean's friend, Yvonne. Sean defends Barba from a zombie, which he is forced to impale with a swing ball pole. After imitating zombies to get through a horde and reach the Winchester, Sean and Ed argue after Ed answers his mobile phone, attracting the zombie's attention. After David panics and breaks a window to access their Winchester, Sean is forced to lure them away using himself as bait. After the group takes refuge inside the Winchester, Sean discovers that the zombies followed him, and Ed unwittingly attracts them by playing on the pub's fruit machine. While fighting the zombified landlord, Sean discovers that the Winchester rifle above the bar is functional. Barbara reveals she was bitten and dies after giving Liz and Sean's relationship her approval. David attempts to shoot Barbara, but Sean stops him, causing the group to argue. Sean accuses David of hating him and being in love with Liz, which Diane admits is true. Sean, being very distraught, is forced to shoot Barbara when she becomes a zombie. Further fighting ensues after David states that Sean is right to shoot Barbara. The whole, like I wanted to talk about, like that this whole, like they're running through the fucking back alleys and they run into Yvonne's group. I didn't yeah. quite get... Damn it. The, well, I needed you yeah. to enlighten me on this. <laughs> Because I, I thought I, I missed something. I thought I missed something here. I was like, all right, so we've got like Yvonne, who seems like maybe Sean's soulmate, if you will. The doppelgangers that follow him. Like, I think it's Sean's ex girlfriend, is the way that I've is always. It? Yeah. And it was like <laughs> five years ago, probably. Four well, because years ago. Sean runs into her early on, right? Yeah. He runs into her early on, and it's basically just like, oh, hey, how are you and Liz and stuff like that, you know? And and everything's hunky-dory, and there's nothing. They're just like, hey, good seeing you, Yvonne. So it's like, yeah, it was just kind of a weird thing. I didn't and she asked about Liz, too. Like, oh, what's it been a few, you know, it's been like three years or four, something like that. Like, it was a distance that wasn't long enough that they were still in college if they're 29. So it was one of those, like, all right, this isn't just a college friend. Liz knows who she is. Because they hug here in this scene, too. When they, which I thought was the weirdest part about this whole interaction. Like, it was a two-armed hug. What is the freaking dynamic? What is the point of this? What is the dynamic? Like, I get it that this is... Damn it. I really thought y'all were going to tell me what the hell was going on here. <laughs> the, I, I mean, I, honestly, I the, the, only thing, the only thing that comes to my mind is that Yvonne is Sean's ex-girlfriend. And, like, they were probably serious for a while. He left, went off to college or something like that, met Liz, somehow still stayed in contact with Yvonne. I don't fucking know how this The soulmate works. The one that got away. I mean, they do seem... (laughs) That was fucking brilliant. 
So Liz is in a way kind of a great weapon, or maybe Yvonne was a great weapon. But you're right, Yvonne was a great weapon. Buffalo, she I mean, just fucking yeah. the one that got away. Because I do think that like Yvonne may have been better for him than Liz was. You know, Yvonne seems really cool. She's like leading this group of people. She's fucking. She's the one who like saves them ultimately. You know, at the her end. group of people is the exact. The Same doppelgangers, as, just like you yeah. said, yeah, greatness. <laughs> but <laughs> so funny. The Ed doppelganger at the end. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They're both fucking on their phones with their "I got wood" shirts. <laughs> I looked for one of those on Amazon. I couldn't get it shipped here in time for the episode. So our YouTube fan base, you're, you're missing out there. Or you're not missing out. You're not missing out. Right. Maybe you are. Hop but, on I mean, Spotify listeners and you'll find out. I think, I actually think that maybe it was the other way around that Yvonne loved Sean. Sean was over Yvonne because, flash forward, not to ruin anything for the movie, for our viewers that haven't seen it yet, but, you know, the military shows up and they run out and Yvonne pops out. She's like, yeah, we ran into the military and I knew that y'all were here. So that's, I, I told them we had to come save y'all. Fucking Wonder See, Woman style. I don't even think that I. I would say that like it's Sean didn't even get. I think that more of like Sean has no idea that Yvonne fucking yep. likes him. Like he's just fucking oblivious. Well, yeah. He's oblivious to everything, probably because he's been spending too much fucking time with Ed. You know, the past five years and smoking, <laughs> spending too much time well. with Winchester to even know that Yvonne fucking. Has this thing for him. And I feel like that's what shows that she has to be somewhat in love with him. Because what person, woman, anybody would give a shit about this guy, Sean, outside of being in love with him? Because obviously you're not good friends. He doesn't keep up with you. You guys aren't talking regularly. He's not charismatic. He's not fun. He's not anything unless you've got some sort of, like crush on the guy so like yeah that's the only thing that made sense so like when liz stayed with him jumping ahead but like uh, i don't know i was hoping for more out of the ending with those two yeah i agree interesting so okay so now they're like fucking going through yards what is up with again barbara is just so fucking dense that she's just gonna stop there and like and like oh i think this is where Fucking whoever Jill and Jerry live or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for, like, Ed to walk up. Barbara, shut the fuck up. Get on my back. Let's go. Like, what the hell is she doing? Yeah, exactly, Steve. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. And then, of course, we get the classic fence jumping scene, too. That uh, <laughs> yeah, was kind of a letdown. I thought it was funnier than Hot Fuzz. I thought it was more yeah. dramatic. But, you know, I, I get to see the inception of the, the beginning of this. So I was excited. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> and then we have the dramatic, like, after, you know, we impale the, the zombie with the, the the staff or whatever. He goes, all right, I'm going to climb up there and look for, you know, that classic, like, I'm going to climb up the tree. I'm going to go up this mountain. I'm going to look and see what's going on. He takes four steps up this kitty fucking slide. <laughs> looks up, comes back down. And like I said, we, we touched on the British humor. That's the shit that got me so funny. There was minimally yeah. nothing that actually happened there, but so damn funny. It was fucking having to climb four steps. Just, <laughs> I, I, I was fucking ready. He was like walked out like he was totally fucking like serious. Like, all right, yeah. I'm going to go up and take a look. <laughs> Like, I'm going to do this unsafe thing that none of you guys are physically capable of doing. No, you jackass. 
<laughs> you might as well have stood on Ed's back. Shit. You would have been taller up in the air. Like, what the hell? Uh, but I fucking, I did, like, you know, we already kind of hit on it, right? They're like, here comes that fucking dude, like, boom, 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 you know, in the bathrobe. <laughs> and then throw him the fucking tether ball. <laughs> He's, like, right. hitting him with the fucking swing. <laughs> and they're like, no, stick him. And he fucking, like, just, like, rams him right through. You know, he just, like, r- runs it through. Finally, fucking gets it. Like, oh, okay. How oh, does man. he slam that tether ball pole? Through into the, the zombie's tree. body, into the tree. Yeah, like, dude, that was impressive. Dude, you guys have fucking power if you're going to fucking... You're yeah. Gonna, you're going to impale that thing into the tree. And then, you know, getting into the Winchester, there's also a group. So he's going to fucking... Well, they're, they're going to act like, as like, oh, that's where fucking Diane, I like, I love Diane stepping up, like coaching them on how to fucking act like a zombie. Oh yeah. She assumed the position. She knew she was like, Hey, this is my part in the story. This is what I'm going to give back. We got this game face. Everybody I'm a, places. I'm a, I'm a failed actress. We can do this. <laughs> oh man. But and should it, that, should that work? Just walking and acting like a zombie? This is not the first movie I've seen it in, so I'm going to give it a shot when my zombie apocalypse moment pops up, because clearly it does work. I mean, yeah, like, you have to try it, I would think. I don't know. I would try to to do it under a more controlled environment, not like there's a hundred... 200 zombies right there. Off in the park. But yeah, if there's like a couple... Are they going off of sight... Are they going off of sound? Are they going off of like smell? Are they going, you know, because if you're just like, I mean, I know they go off the sound too, because there's like sound attracts them. But like, if you just like walk and act, but what if you're not fucking, you don't smell like it? Well, and that's what, I mean, I, like I said, we've seen this on the movies. Usually, you know, they cover themselves in blood or like yeah. guts or like shit like this, but it seems like just sound because at this point they moan, they get past them. He has this bit of a blow up, uh, Sean does, uh, on Ed, and that's what turned all those zombies against him, was him yelling and calling him a dumbass and, you know, a shit. Well, you know, waste. Ed was being a dumbass. Yeah, he Answer was. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, no, I don't have anything, man. I'm like, <laughs> fucking great. But, yeah, Sean bravely distracts the Jesus zombies, Christ. runs them away, allows them to get in the bar, and then we've got to see... Probably the most irritating thing here. We're in the bar. We've got nothing to do. They don't want to have fun and drink. So what are you going to do? Barricade the freaking doors. Barricade the windows. Prepare yourself some some weapons. Because I want to know how to do that. And clearly I didn't learn from the movie. So how am I going to learn this, Steve? Build it with JJ. Oh, that would be a great way to do that. Well, JJ, I appreciate you reached out ahead of time. You gave us some pictures from your personal zombie-stopping armory, and I'm so excited for you to tell us all, how do we barricade windows? How do we barricade our doors? How do we protect ourselves with homemade weapons? Well, so let's, let's just start with the barricading process first off. If available, you always want to keep some pallets around your house. Pallets, you ask? Why? It's because you get double layer protection right there you have a layer of wood some more wood in between and then another layer of wood put those over the windows put those over the doors you could be protected if you don't have pallets tables will work even better 
Wood is always good. I got wood. I got wood. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have wood, you're no good. <laughs> but I think more importantly, we need to talk about weaponry. Because uh, yes. it doesn't matter how good your barrier is, something can and something will always happen. So let's get into well, the thick of it. For all of our viewers at home, obviously, you're on YouTube watching this, but for our listeners, uh, JJ, what you got here? What, you call it a hammer saw? Is that what this is? It's basically a circular saw attached to a sledgehammer, yes. Now, unless it's a gas-powered circular saw, you're going to have a little bit of trouble. You can get a battery-powered one. They're great, but they don't last that that long. Um, but, I mean, it, it offers a great way to chop some zombies' heads off. But, on the other end, you do have about, you know, a 15-pound sledgehammer. And this thing's going to be a little heavy. So, if you're a small guy like me, may not be the tool for you. And that's why you keep this under your wife's side of the bed. This is her weapon of choice, right? Somebody who can actually wield it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's mm -hmm. go to your weapon of choice, How about What do you call you? this guy? <laughs> so <laughs> <Wow>. this... <laughs> this is, like, the best fucking thing possible. You have a machete between a sawed-off side-by-side shotgun. Highly illegal, but fucking badass. So you have the chopping right? power. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is straight out of, you know, the War of 1812. <laughs> so my concern would be when I shoot the shotgun that the pellets are going to spread out so much it's going to shoot off the edge of the weapon. Because they're going to spread so fast, so far, or you know, you get you get straight shot, and then you also get a vertical ninety. <laughs> so not only are you covering your front, you're covering your twelve, but you're also covering your three and nine. So well, you hit by a ricochet. <laughs> Just like, your, <laughs> just like your last weapon, when I go to fucking swing. I'm fucking like chopping off my fucking my tricep with. With the that's, fucking saws, it comes that's where around. practice comes, Steve. Oh, you gotta, man. you gotta be, you gotta comfortable in these weapons. I mean, See, I mean, you I keep, like the... you keep your selector right there. You can slice right there into their shoulder, and then boom, right barrel, head gone. Take it off. Move to the next. It's kind of like so, a baton twirler. <laughs> I agree with you. I like the whole pallet thing because if you disable the pallet, well, now you have fucking boards with nails in them. Now mm -hmm. you have like oh so that's a, that's a beautiful thing right there. See, yeah. But I thought about this, Steve. You're showing your experience right there. That is the novice <laughs> zombie killing weapon. You, you're talking about the old bat with a uh, a nail sticking out of it or a board. No, no, no. JJ is about to tell us about what he does to his bats. He throws not only a hammer but a saw blade in here. So that's we've got impressive. a bat with a yes a hammerhead and we have a spinning saw blade on the end of a bat jj mm -hmm. what would we be doing with these weapons would, would, would these be solving our problem i mean you'd be taking heads clean off or bashing them in one way or the other my preference is the saw blade for sure um but it really works better if you drill the hole into the bat wood bat Use a wood bat here, people. Don't use an aluminum one. I was about to say, I only have an aluminum bat. Shit. Yeah. You need Steve to use a wood bat for this. Academy. But you need to drill a hole and then put a bearing in there. So that way you can put something and make that saw blade really spin. 
So I've made this hundreds of times at my home, JJ. It's the bearings, everybody. Wow. Mm -hmm. oh my. See, these are the pro tips you get at Too Much Movie Night. You put bearings in your bat saw, and that's what's going to spin you to victory. Oh, my goodness. Here, I am learning yep. so much. You're going to knock them out of the park. Hey, Steve was a baseball <laughs> jokes. Just going to really cut out the competition. So. <laughs> Oh, God. We just lost half the listener base right there. We appreciate Yay. you, folks. <laughs> but, all right, JJ, we appreciate you helping us with our zombie safety. We're, we're here for you, folks. Awesome. So, was, he, was the owner of the Winchester supposed to be considered, like, a zombie boss? Because like, it, it, like it took them a lot longer to take him down than anybody else. He was the end of the level boss. For sure. Oh, because they were all beating him, beating him, and beating they him. They had three I, of them had the pull cues, yeah. and they're just going to town while Queen's playing, and it, you know, it's just <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> and then I love the like. I love that they were like fucking like uh, you know Diane yeah. and Barbara were just like bobbing their heads to the song. Can somebody turn Queen off? I love the jokes that they kept making, like, not you, David. <laughs> oh, but then Barbara dies. Now Daff is gonna fucking shoot her. I love I love oh. that you actually I mean you don't like see it, see it, but like all of a sudden her eyes are now gray. Like I love oh, that they so were just like Yeah, instantly like now she's dead. Well, I'm glad that she, they didn't dwell on it. But she dies, and she's dead for a while. Now we have this whole fucking big argument. Yeah, Daff, yeah. Daff is fucking right. He's right. Oh, yeah. He should fucking... He wants to shoot her. What's the whole big deal? Well, he shouldn't be doing it. It's not that she shouldn't be shot. It's that he shouldn't be the one that does it. He doesn't like Sean. He hates Sean. You know, if anybody go let, you know, Ed freaking go pull the trigger. Ed doesn't know what the hell is done. He I, he honestly might love Barbara more than anybody. The amount of comments he makes about, like, you know, taking her home. Uh, he's got to think of Barb. <laughs> he makes himself an older woman, you know? We all ready to go to four? We got to find out this last plan. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Zombies break into the pub and devour David. Diane rushes into the horde, brandishing David's detached leg, opening a door, and allowing it to enter. The zombified Pete appears and bites Ed, and Sean shoots and kills Pete. Sean, Liz, and Ed take cover behind the bar, which Sean sets ablaze. The shells left on the bar ignite, killing several zombies by chance. The three take refuge in the cellar, where, realizing they only have two bullets left, Sean and Liz contemplate suicide, while Ed elects to be devoured by the zombies. Sean discovers a keg lift that opens out onto the street, and Ed volunteers to stay with the rifle as the zombies break in. The British army arrives with Yvonne in tow, gun down the horde, and take Sean and Liz to safety. Six months later, civilization has returned to normal, and surviving zombies are used as cheap labor and entertainment. Liz has moved in with Sean, and Sean keeps the zombified Ed tethered in his shed where they play video games together. I just... My question... So... The zombies, Dave, you know, Daff is hanging out, you know, or, or, so great. Sean shoots his mom. Then Daff is like fucking like wanting to leave, right? And he's like by the front door and they're like, don't you fucking open that door. 
you know, move away from the door. So he moves over and you just know. I, I think you just know that he's going to fucking get get grabbed. Oh, yeah. Right? 100%. You know. Yeah. 100%. He's going to get grabbed. So <clears throat> he fucking gets grabbed. He gets sucked out. <laughs> but they're fucking like whole pulling him back in while he's getting ripped apart. Like, <laughs> what's this? They're fucking like tearing. It's like, just let him fucking go. Why did they let him go? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I just, I didn't get that. I, I mean, I guess we needed yeah, that I to mean, happen so that the girlfriend could take the leg and go beat the hell out of the zombies with it. But yeah, what what was, what, what was that about that? Now Diane has his leg and is like, I'm using his leg as a weapon in honor of him. Like, right. So what? So what happened to Diane? She survived. She beat off all the zombies with that leg. Because it never, it never showed what happened to Diane. Did she, I'm hoping she escaped. She fucking like, I think she, she got through it. What do y'all think? I'm thinking there's little to Zero chance that she made it out of there not undead. She was 100% eaten. Every bit of her. Every last bit. Oh, I think she was devoured. (laughs) You know, there's actually a fucking little, uh, not a, but uh, like Simon Pegg and, you know, they had like question about what happened to to Diane. There was Uh a question to them. And they actually said, no, she fucking made it through. She escaped. She climbed a tree. She survived. She lived off of eating Dave's leg. Oh, my God. (laughs) And like like now her, I mean, and now she's on like Liz and Sean's Christmas like card list that they send her Christmas cards every year. (laughs) No way. I don't buy it. So I believe, I believe she survived. I believe. So, okay, Pete comes in. <laughs> He's like, look who it is. It's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pete. He's still a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved that that fucking Pete came back and, and uh, uh, you know, was part of the show again. Uh, I was like, okay, this is great. This is beautiful. And I love that he is the first one to get shot like the center of the forehead, too. Oh, man. One good shot Sean had. But after fucking biting Ed, right? Yes. Yeah. Which, oh, that was, that was hard. Like, now I'm not remembering. Did, did Nick Frost die in Hot Fuzz as well? No. No, he gets shot and at the end of it, he's okay. Which, I guess we actually kind of get something similar here. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a Mm -hmm. hard moment there. Like, oh my God, he's... He's going to die. And then you look at Sean and they're having the discussion of who's going to shoot who and who's going to shoot themselves. I was like, oh, this got morbid. This got dark very quickly (laughs) here. (laughs) Well, I I love that they start talking about it. He's like, yeah, together. And she's like, well, what makes you think that I took you back first off? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the whole thing, right? It's like Sean and Liz, are they like jump over the bar and now I'm going to light the bar on fire. I love that like, Ed was like always wanting the Molotov cocktails. <laughs> right. Hell yeah! <laughs> he kept bringing them up the whole fucking movie, like Molotov cocktails, Molotov, whatever he was calling they, them. And he was one hundred percent right, though. Like that would have been the way to go. Yeah, that was so funny. But then fucking like Sean gets the idea to pour that liquor around the bar and light it up, which probably saved them a little bit. Except for now, the bullets were there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the bullets for the gun. Fuck. 
all seven of them that he had left. <laughs> right. But it was awesome because then when they went off, they how they were like, ping, ping, and like fucking shooting the other zombies. It's like, okay. Hits off the bell. <laughs> so then they fucking like, all right. Well, now, where is Ed? Ed all of a sudden magically fucking jumps over the bar and is, like, there with him. Because I thought he was done for. I really yeah. did. Yeah. I thought. But then all of a sudden, like, Ed appears. He's fucking, like, half eaten. <laughs> he jumps over the bar with him. And then there's, like, he's, like, there's a there's a fucking escape hatch kind of thing. Kind of like a bite, like, like in Fury. Like, like you know right. where the escape hatch is? <laughs> that was yeah. the fucking... That was the Fury escape hatch. So they fucking jumped down the escape hatch, and yeah. Now you see Ed's Gadayan. They got fucking two, bull- two bullets left, and they're caught. You're right. That's where it turns dark, right? They're going to kill each other. Well, stop I love doing that it it's. When you stop laughing. I love that <sighs> it's, sorry, it's sorry. Liz's idea. Because <laughs> she's like, what do you want to do with those two bullets? And like, you can tell she's already thinking about it. And he's like, well, I mean, like, depending on how many zombies we can get in a line, <laughs> you know, how many I could kill with that, yeah, like, he's, like, running the math on the stupid shit. But she's like, no, we're going to die together. Yeah, see, she... The lift controller. Somehow sees the lift controller, and now it's like, okay, now we're going to fucking leave Ed here with the gun. We're going to go find my new wife, future... Girlfriend, my, ex-girlfriend, the, whatever the fuck she is. The one that he should be with, I guess. Right. But Oh yeah. Zombies. And they have to be they have to be standing right in the middle of a whole crowd of them. A whole yeah. What's it I guess a horde is the plural of zombies. <laughs> right? Horde. Is that it's not it's a, a gaggle. Of zombies. It's not a gaggle. Yeah, it's a murder it's a, of zombies. A murder. <laughs> a murder it's, it's of crows. A, I think it's a horde. I think I think horde would be the plural. I guess I don't know. I mean, it's what we usually use when we play zombies. Yeah, that's. I got a horde over here. They're blowing me up. But Yvonne comes again. Yes, now Yvonne saves them because she leads the military to them, and she's like, "Oh, just you guys survived, huh? How many of y'all? Just us? Like it's just us." Yeah. I was so sad to There's hear. like but that awkward on. hug thing too. What's an awkward hug? Which really makes what you wonder, like, like who is Yvonne really? Like I would say, yeah, like yeah. in real life. I mean, I wonder, like how did how was she fucking? I don't know. Like at first, I thought she was part of the military. She just wasn't picked up, but like she was some <laughs> secret or well, because she was wearing like this sort of camouflage stuff, like from the beginning. Yeah, kind of maybe a little jacket. Yep. Maybe she is actually a. A random customer that buys like a blender or a fridge or a washing machine or something from Sean, and she becomes obsessed with him, and then it's just a whole mm, side. She's story. just into losers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I got you. I got you. I was too. Yeah. Okay, so I was gonna say that like okay, so Sean and Liz now are in their. Their old pad, <laughs> Sean's old pad. Pete's not there, but so now he's gonna Ed's go out. Ed's not there, except he's gonna go out. I'm gonna go out to the shed <laughs> and play video games. How the zombies fucking like retain their whatever what they call it? 
what they say like their 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 motor skills or something yeah oh yeah, yeah. let's say a zombie apocalypse happened today and we uh, we found out that like hey yeah some zombies can retain motor skills would we have the fucking bacon starbucks coffee are you <laughs> are you asking if americans have the ability to enslave a population <laughs> yeah yeah no. I, I think they would have no problem in doing that <laughs> oh shit that was actually the Belgians that started that. <laughs> so I'm just saying for over here. The Portuguese. And, yeah. Holy well, I mean, but, on. I Come. mean, I think, I think, yeah, there would be a, a resourcefulness behind it, if you would. But also, I just, I've seen Jurassic Park too many times. Those chains going to break. Somebody's going to get bit. Ooh, it's gonna start all over again, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love too. On the second watch, I remember you know when the uh, the roommate does the rant in the middle of the night. You know, he's like, "Oh, you just want to be a loser like Ed? Then why don't you go live out in the shed with him?" Funny oh. enough, you know, then that's what's oh, fucking happening. Yeah. Ed's out there in the fucking shed. <laughs> I wanted to see like a, a water bottle come out and like see him squirt him or something like that. You know, like back off, come on. <laughs> So I, w- I wonder what he's feeding him because he is at this point pretty much just a pet. So it's like, how you are you keep keeping him alive? Him. Maybe they have a zombie. Maybe they have a zombie kibble. <laughs> All right, here we are at the too much slice meter. Here at Too Much Movie Night, we don't just so talk much. about the movie. <laughs> right there. We score this movie. We tell you how good it is on a uh, well, a pizza scale, zero to eight slices. Zero slices is going to be. I don't know, take your pick from this movie. Being shot by your son, being ripped open and eaten. Stepson. Stepson, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Too many bad things happening. And an eight slice movie is going to be the best movie night movie. That one that you want to sit down with every Friday night and you want to watch this over and over again. So, JJ, this being your zombie movie, your first of our Halloween trilogy we're about to do. You want to go mm-hmm. first? Like third? I would love going? to go first, actually. Ooh, JJ wants to start it off. All right, let's put yeah. you in the hot seat. What you got for us? I mean, I I am very glad that I saw this movie. This was my introduction into Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I love it to death. I mean, as far as zombie comedies go, like I think this one has a lot more laughing points than... Zombie Land does. I mean, Zombie Land is a good, funny movie, but this one just those little subtle comedy moments that happen in this, I crack up every time. I've seen this movie so much, I love it. I am glad I saw this before um, Hot Fuzz, though, because Hot Fuzz definitely is superior to this when it comes to the same cast, same everything like that. And for that reason, I'm going to give this movie a solid five slices. Well, I'll go ahead and go second then. <clears throat> so you give it five slices? Yes, you motherfucker. <laughs> because that's why I said that. Because, uh, you know, it was like, this This is a is a great movie. Uh, I, this is a fun movie. It is a fun zombie movie. It's uh, the introduction to Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, in a lot of ways. There's They actually did a previous movie um called spaced but i haven't hmm. seen it yet before before the so this one that i do definitely want to check out 
but uh, but yes, you know, after this one, you know, then the then the um, uh, uh, hot fuzz, the followed by the world's end. Uh, however, this movie very good, not as good as as hot fuzz. Uh, a lot of good, fun moments. A movie that I will watch again. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I like the comedy and uh, uh, a lot of the good. Not, not a lot of quotable stuff, but it still brings a lot of fun to this uh, to this type of genre. And it definitely gets a five slices for me. Yeah, five from JJ and five from Steve. <sighs> I guess that leaves just one slice score left to go. Here we go. The good one, folks. The one you really want. I know. I know. We see the comments out there. Hold up. I know. I forgot that they were all in Paul. Yep. With Seth Rogen. With Seth Rogen. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I think I've only actually seen that once. Yeah. Well, Shaun of the Dead. It's that time. Got to give you a score. And wow, I... I started off this movie, oh my gosh, this is going to be like maybe a six, maybe a seven, somewhere up there in the high. We had some lows in the point of the movie where I felt like we had to get back to the plot and less from the, the freedom of the comedy. So I, I'm really struggling here to to pick a, a definitive score. Uh, the innovation with this genre, it cannot be undersold. This was a great intro into the spoof horror genre, I feel like. This was how you do it and how you do it right. Uh, the British humor is something that I personally love to death. I think that uh, this has kind of opened my eyes to looking at different movies um, that, that offer more of that British humor. Um, we, we touched on a little bit the, the character development. I, I love seeing you know Sean grow as a person throughout this, despite this just being a spoof. Uh, but yes, the, the character development here, um, the visual style, I kind of got Guy Ritchie vibes there, especially at the beginning, just those quick transitions, those fast cuts. I did enjoy that, what they, what they did with, here with this movie. But uh, Nick Frost was great. Simon Pegg, I'm, I'm growing a, a true appreciation for him and what he brings as an actor. But... Not quite as good. Oh boy, here's the pandering right here. Holy crap! Ooh, yep. We're we're gonna follow it up. We're just gonna fall all the way here. We're gonna go five across the board because I think that's just the mm. the perfect way to describe this movie. It's better than average. It's not quite in that realm of a great movie. I feel like that a five and a half, six plus movie gives you, but it's uh, it's just about there. And it is. Steve, you brought up a great point. This movie is not quotable hardly at all. But I feel like it is. I feel like there's so many scenes that are iconic, that are great, that should be quotable. But maybe it's just those funny talking Brits. But I, I don't know. It just, it truly isn't as quotable as you, as you would hope to see. But with my five, JJ's five, Steve's five. Let's throw it in the calculator. Ah, yes, Sticks. it will give what us. What is that eight. one? Yes. <laughs> it will give us a five overall score on our too much meter. And you all are sitting at home. You can't get onto the website fast enough. And you want to know, where does that sit in our list of movies? Well, it's a one-of-a-kind movie, of course. Of course. No other movie has scored a five. Not ah, false. Yep. Unbreakable has. <laughs> so it is just as good as Unbreakable. <laughs> it's a little bit better than uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, The Mummy, and Goldmember. But not quite as good as last week's movie, The Princess Bride, The Searchers, and White Men Can't Jump. That's true. True. Well, folks, that will wrap up Zombie Week for us. Stay tuned for next week. We've got more Halloween and super scary moments coming at you. Super scary. Spooky. Super scary. 
But as for tonight, we have to wrap it up. We have to say goodbye to all of our viewers on YouTube, to our Apple Podcast listeners, our Spotify listeners, and hey, you guys are tired of our choices? Go ahead and hop on hop on that Patreon page. Tell us, I want this movie. Give us a nice little submission, and we will be happy to do that for you. Absolutely. Guys, you got any closing words? Hey, great time. You got red on you. Shooting star leaping through the sky like a tiger. 